y'all. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfit to Print. I'm your host, Amber Athey. I'm the Washington editor for The Spectator and a senior Blankley fellow with the Steamboat Institute. Before we get started, please subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, Rumble, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to become a premium subscriber, head on over to amberathey.supercast.com. So last week we did a special episode all about the Trump raid, and this week we're doing a special episode about the Biden border crisis. According to a new Fox News report, sources are telling them that the number of illegal immigrants who have crossed the border this year has exceeded 2 million. In July alone, there were nearly 200,000 migrant encounters by U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. That 2 million number is a historic record-setting amount. Last year, under the Biden administration, there were 1.7 million illegal immigrants coming across the southern border, and the year prior to that, there were 1.2 million. Since March of last year, the number of migrants coming across the border each month has not dipped below 150,000. For comparison's sake, during the Trump administration, the record high number of migrants that crossed the border in any given month was just over 100,000. A Washington Post op-ed from Henry Olson from earlier in the week really elucidates the problem by breaking down the data. Henry Olson points out that about half of the 2 million migrants who have crossed the border so far this year would be immediately deported under the Trump-era restriction of Title 42, which says that immigrants can be immediately deported if they pose a risk to public health. However, the other half have been processed under what's known as Title 8, which is the U.S. policy that allows migrants to claim asylum so that they can stay in the country. According to the Bipartisan Policy Center, about 80% of the migrants who claim asylum under Title 8 are allowed to remain in the country while their claims are adjudicated. Most of them will probably be here indefinitely. There's a huge backlog of cases in immigration court, which means many of them will be waiting years before they actually have to appear in front of a judge. Not to mention that previous statistics tell us that most of these migrants don't show up for their court hearings at all, fearing deportation. Instead, they remain in the country for the foreseeable future, living illegally, not paying taxes, and taking up U.S. resources, not to mention threatening public safety. This is the policy that former President Donald Trump referred to as catch and release. Yes, migrants were apprehended at the southern border by Border Patrol, but as soon as they claimed asylum, they were released into the United States, never to be seen or heard from again. It was a convenient way for these individuals to stay in the United States despite being nabbed by Border Patrol. Since the start of the Biden administration, there have been probably a million or more individuals who have been released under Title VIII living in the country illegally, not to mention the number of people who haven't been caught by Border Patrol and are living here without our knowledge at all. So how did we get here? Well, it all goes back to the way the Biden administration approached immigration policy from the time he took office in January of 2021. President Biden campaigned on the idea that Trump's immigration policy was cruel. So when he finally took office, he sought to reverse many of the policies that were effective at disincentivizing illegal immigration. Perhaps the most important of which was Trump's Remain in Mexico policy, which said that individuals who did claim asylum under Title VIII would be forced to go back to Mexico to wait for their court sentences. This would disincentivize one of the huge draws for asylum seekers, which is that they would be released into the United States and not have to return for their court date. Instead, they have to stay in Mexico, where they really don't want to remain. A lot of these asylum seekers would actually return home 
rather than waiting in Mexico for their court date and possible release into the United States. Biden sought throughout his presidency to get rid of the Remain in Mexico policy, and after a long court battle was recently successful in doing so. In addition, Biden undermined the U.S.-Mexico Agreement on Immigration, which in exchange for lower tariffs on Mexican goods, forced the Mexican government to actually dedicate troops to their own border to keep Central American migrants from coming to the U.S. Biden nixed that agreement entirely and then had the gall to send his representatives, including Vice President Kamala Harris, down to Mexico to try to renegotiate a deal. But the Mexican president wasn't having it because he was so disrespected by the fact that this deal that he had negotiated with a prior president was completely discarded under the Biden administration. There's been no viable replacement for the U.S.-Mexico agreement since Biden took office. So we are having to police our southern border without any assistance from our neighbor on the other side. Additionally, Biden instituted a 100-day deportation moratorium when he first took office, which despite court battles was allowed to continue until its expiration in the spring of 2021. There was an immediate increase in influx in migrants, including migrant caravans, who came to the U.S. with the understanding that they would not be deported thanks to this moratorium. And there's more. Biden also proposed legislation to grant amnesty to millions of illegal immigrants already residing in the United States and signed a memo further upholding the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program. All of these policies, along with the pro-open borders messaging from the Biden administration, told illegal immigrants that now was the time to come to the United States because they wouldn't be criminally punished for doing so. Tack that on to the way Biden has destroyed morale among border agents and you have yourselves a crisis. Back when thousands of Haitians showed up to the southern border in Texas, the Biden administration focused on a photograph that was seized by left-wing activists to suggest that Border Patrol agents were whipping the migrants. It turned out that actually the Border Patrol agents who were on horseback at the time were merely using the reins of the horse to try to corral illegal migrants coming across the border. However, Biden still put his finger on the scale of justice, insisting that these border agents were going to pay the price for what they had done. And sure enough, a Border Patrol investigation a year later found that even though these agents had not whipped any of the migrants, they still had used, quote, excessive force and had to be punished for doing so. One of the pieces of evidence for this so-called excessive force was that one of the agents rode his horse a little too close to one of the children who was coming across the border with his father. It's pretty hard to believe that Biden's declaration that the Border Patrol agents' behavior was outrageous and that they would pay the price didn't have an effect on the Border Patrol's eventual investigation, refusing to clear the agents of all wrongdoing. This sets the tone for other Border Patrol agents. Are they going to work hard to apprehend migrants if they're later going to be punished for it? I think not. President Biden is apparently aware that this could become the defining issue of his presidency. He recently quietly urged Customs and Border Patrol to fill gaps in a border wall fence in Arizona. He claimed that this was all to prevent migrants from trying to cross the Colorado River and drowning. And that is a good reason to put up a border wall and enforce the southern border. It's not compassionate to encourage migrants to come to the U.S. border and make the dangerous trek from Central America risking potential death or drowning across the Rio Grande or other rivers, as well as the potential for sexual harassment and assault from the coyotes that are taking them across the border. It was found during the Trump administration that at least 20% of the women and female children who travel in these migrant caravans to reach the U.S. border are sexually assaulted along the trip. It was reported that mothers were giving their young daughters birth control 
over fears that they would be raped and impregnated on the journey. It is not compassionate to have open borders. It's compassionate to tell migrants not to make that dangerous trek, risking their lives and their safety in the process. So Biden is right that closing these gaps in the border in Arizona will help protect migrants, but this is also about protecting Americans. In border towns in particular, American citizens have to contend with the unscreened criminals. Reporting from Fox's Bill Malugan found that there have been at least a dozen known terrorists who have made their way across the border in recent months. In addition to their safety, American citizens have to worry about the financial implications of mass illegal immigration, both through the form of job loss as well as a drain on U.S. government resources that taxpayers pay into. Not to mention the basic fact that a country can't call itself sovereign if it can't enforce and control its borders. It is one of the main responsibilities of any country's government to ultimately decide who gets to migrate and live there. Barring decisive action from the Biden administration, local politicians are doing their best to stem the flow of millions of illegal immigrants over the past year. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey recently announced that he was going to use empty shipping containers as a de facto border wall in his state. These empty shipping containers supposedly weigh thousands of pounds, yet earlier this week, two of them had been toppled over. A local reporter said that contractors told her this was due to strong monsoon winds. It's unlikely this was a weather event. Clearly we struck a nerve. They don't like what we are doing and they want to keep the border open. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has arguably taken the most action to try to protect his state from this massive flood of illegal immigration. Earlier this year, Governor Abbott decided that Border Patrol should be inspecting every single vehicle that comes across the southern border to try to prevent the flow of drugs and other contraband into the country. Naturally, liberals criticized Abbott for this decision claiming that he was only encouraging the current supply chain crisis by slowing down goods flowing across the border. Sure enough, not long after Greg Abbott reversed his decision to check every vehicle coming across the border, 40 plus migrants were found dead in the back of a tractor trailer, having roasted to death in the hot summer heat. Recently, Governor Greg Abbott announced that he was going to start sending migrants to liberal city centers so that they could feel the full brunt of their immigration policies. If Democrats were going to downplay the effects that Biden's immigration policy had on the country and in border states in particular, then they shouldn't have any problem taking these people in and providing them with government resources. But of course, the Democrats who run these blue cities are already complaining. Greg Abbott has only sent about 100 migrants to New York City and Mayor Eric Adams is acting like this is a national crisis. New York City has a population of about 9 million people and already had 500,000 illegal immigrants living there before Abbott sent this measly 75 to 100 additional migrants. Yet Eric Adams says, quote, this is horrific when you think about what the governor is doing. We need help and we're reaching out to the federal government to tell them that we need help. We're going to get through this. If about 100 illegal immigrants in New York City is a crisis that needs federal government assistance, then what's the situation in Texas and Arizona? Greg Abbott has brilliantly exposed the democratic hypocrisy and sooner or later, they are going to have to acknowledge that this border crisis is not going away. The question though is what is the Biden administration willing to do about it? They find themselves in a catch 22. It's not like they can just reinstate the Trump era policies after they called them cruel and immediately reverse them when taking office, yet doing nothing or instituting small symbolic measures isn't an option either. In some ways, the Biden administration is actually lucky that there's a coming recession and historic levels of inflation 
because it's distracted a lot of Americans outside of border states from the absolute mess that is going on at the southern border. But the Biden administration has backed itself into a corner that's impossible to get out of, and this will have ramifications for Democrats come 2024. That's it for this week's episode of Unfit to Print. Thank you guys so much for watching. Again, please subscribe on YouTube, Rumble, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, and become a premium subscriber at amberathy.supercast.com. We'll see you next week.